Hi, welcome back to Idgits and Aspects. I'm Lynn. And I'm Rochelle. And today we are talking about Season 2, Episode 3, called Bloodlust. We start in Red Lodge, Montana. There's a girl running through the woods. She trips and falls down, and we see a man in a long jacket and big hat is chasing her. Like, almost that. Okay, it reminded me of that scary movie. I haven't actually Jeepers seen Creepers? It. Yes. Yeah. I haven't actually seen it. What do you mean? I've seen both of them. Yeah. Um, I'm like, I haven't actually seen, like, I think I meant to say... I haven't actually, like, made the connection yet. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's what I was going for. Like, it reminds yeah. me of something. But yeah, that's yes. what it reminded me of, and I, I appreciated it. Mm-hmm. Um, so she gets back up, and she hides behind a tree, and the guy runs past her. So she creeps around the tree, and then the guy reappears and cuts off her head. And, like, her body does a weird flop thing. Like, it's, she flops, and then her legs come up, and then go back down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, it was, like, a believable fall, I yeah. thought. Not just a crumple yeah i mean i guess you might just crumple it depends on how you're standing i guess i don't know yeah i like the body flop yeah <laughs> i just like it stuck out to me as like a that was different yeah <laughs> yeah totally so we get our opening title sequence and then we cut to sam and dean driving and baby they both look really happy to have the car fixed up dean says "Woo! listen, <laughs> listen to her purr you ever hear anything so sweet Sam says, if you two want to get a room, just let me know. (laughs) Dean says, ah, don't listen to him, baby. He doesn't understand us. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Sam says, you're in a good mood. (laughs) Dean says, why shouldn't I be? I got my car, got a case. Things are looking up. (laughs) Sam says, wow, you hear of a couple of severed heads and a pile of dead cows, and you're Mr. Sunshine. (laughs) I like that. I do too. <laughs> uh, we cut to Sam and Dean in a police station. They're asking about the case while pretending to be journalists. They ask the sheriff if he thinks the two severed heads are related to the cattle mutilations, and he's like, huh? What? <laughs> Sam and Dean say it sounds like satanic cult ritual stuff. The sheriff laughs at them a lot. I mean, like, I probably would too, a little bit. Be like, <laughs> what? You know? Yeah. He says there's no such thing as cattle mutilation. A cow drops, leave it in the sun. Within 48 hours, the bloat will split it open so clean it's just about surgical. (laughs) The body fluids fall down into the ground, get soaked up, because that's what gravity does. But (laughs) hey, yeah. But hey, it could be Satan. (laughs) I like this guy. I do too. Yeah. (laughs) We cut to a hospital. Sam and Dean bullshit their way into the morgue. Dean says to Sam, hey, those Satanists in Florida, they marked their victims, didn't they? Sam says, yeah, reverse pentacle on the forehead. Dean says, so much effed up crap happens in Florida. Which, I mean, (laughs) (laughs) yeah. From what I've heard of Florida, (laughs) I mean, okay, so you've got Disney World, right? Right. Like, there's got to be the opposite there, too. You know? You know what I mean? Like, it would only make sense if there's something just, like, the complete opposite of Disney World, like, in a bad way. Like, yeah, yeah, like, (laughs) the worst place on Earth. (laughs) Or the weirdest, maybe. I don't know. So they open up one of the corpse drawers and slide out the body. <laughs> I've never heard it called that way. I couldn't, that I couldn't think of the word, so I'm just, just like, corpse drawer. I'm going to call it a corpse drawer. I like it. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. So there's a big, like, Tupperware tug with the body, um, with the head inside, and uh, the boys fight over who has to open it. Um, so they look at the head. There's no pentagram on it. And the eyes are, like, weird and rolled back in, yeah, they in like, are. odd directions. Like, does that normally happen? I don't know. I've never seen a... a severed head. I never had either. Severed head. So, you know. <laughs> yeah. When it happens, though, I'll let you know. Oh, thanks. Yeah. I'm sure that I'll be just, like, dying to hear that information. <laughs> I know. That'll be your first question. <laughs> were the eyes rolled back? <laughs> or, like, were the, were the eyes facing in different directions? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what was going on with the eyeballs? <laughs> Dean says, maybe we should look in her mouth, see if any wacko stuffed anything down her throat. You know, kind of like the moth in Silence of the Lambs. Uh, They fight over who's going to open her mouth. Dean says, go ahead, put the lotion in the basket. (laughs) Did you, have you seen Silence of the Lambs? Um, I don't think so, no. Okay, that's totally just from Silence of the Lambs. There's There's like this well pit in this guy's house, and he like stuffs a girl down there with her dog. 
Oh, okay. oh no, it's not. I think it's actually his dog. He like stuffs this girl down here, and he wants to, um, he wants to make like a like a like a suit of her skin. Ew. But she's like alive, so he he has this like basket that he like you know lets down there with lotion in it, and he just says it puts the lotion on its skin. It puts the lotion on its skin. So that's what that's what that's what it's a reference to. Yuck. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> okay. It's it's pretty creepy, but also very quotable. I mean, yes. <laughs> yeah. <It's> not wrong. <laughs> so Sam fishes around in her mouth, and they see retractable vampire teeth. So we cut to a bar. Sam and Dean um, ask the bartender, who is totally in later episodes as a different vampire named Betty. I don't know why they didn't just make it the same character. I know. It doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. But in this episode, his name is Eli. We were definitely musing on that. I mean, we've been musing on that for a little while. Yeah. We're just like, what? Why? Yeah. Why didn't you just make it the same dude? There's got to be some sort of connection that we're missing. Yeah. You know, like, there has to be. Because, like, why would you have the same person play the same sort of creature and just have a different name? Right. You know, like, how does that make sense? Yeah, it doesn't. And, like, where Eli's story, like, is, and then where we pick up with Benny, like, it, it could have been fine. Sense. Yeah, like it, it would been totally fine. make sense, but I don't know. Yeah, for real. Maybe they forgot his name and then just had to rename him. Who knows? <laughs> okay, how hard is that to check? Like, IMDb will tell you that shit. I'm trying to give them the benefit <laughs> of the doubt, okay? All right, all right. <laughs> it's not working, but I'm trying. <laughs> so they talk to Eli, who's the bartender. They say they're looking for some people. He says, sure, it's hard to be lonely. <laughs> Sam pulls out a $50 bill and says, these people would have moved here about six months ago, probably pretty rowdy, like to drink. Dean says, real night owls, sleep all day, party all night. The bartender says, the burger farm got leased a couple months ago, real winners. They've been in here a lot, drinkers, noisy. As the bartender is talking, we see one of the bar patrons eavesdropping. Looking so, a little sketchy. Yeah. So <laughs> Sam and Dean leave the bar and walk behind it while the eavesdropper follows. They get the jump on him um, and shove him up against the wall and ask him to show him to show them his, his teeth. <laughs> that almost went south. <laughs> Literally. Literally. <laughs> I five. I have my moments, okay? <laughs> Maybe not many of them, but I have them every once in a while. <laughs> That's pretty good. Uh, I'm kind of proud of myself for that Yeah. <laughs> says he's not a vampire he shows them his gums and there are no fang holes so we (laughs) (laughs) oh no okay so we cut to the dude showing the boys his car arsenal his name is gordon walker he says sam and dean winchester i can't believe it you know i met your old man once hell of a guy great hunter I heard he passed. I'm sorry. It's big shoes, but from what I hear, you guys feel them. Great trackers, good in a tight spot. Okay, this is the one dude who didn't have a falling out with their dad, apparently. And what does that say about him? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Yeah. (laughs) I mean, everyone else has had a falling out. (laughs) They're both, like, equal levels of crazy. Yeah. You know, like, and it, it would make sense. Like, once you get into, like, knowing this guy, like, Mm -hmm. why they might have been friends. Like, and not in a, like, I think Daddy Winchester is, like, way better than this one. Oh, yeah. (laughs) But, like, still, like, they're just about, like, they've got compatible levels of crazy. Not that they're on the same level of crazy, but they've got compatible levels. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) There's that. (laughs) So, Dean says, you seem to know a lot about our family. And Gordon says, we're, we're, bleh. Gordon did not say that. He said, he says, oh no. Okay. He says, word travels fast. You know how hunters talk. Dean says, no, we don't. And Gordon says, I guess there's a lot your dad never told you, huh? The dude goes on to say he did check out the Barker farm, but there were just a bunch of hippie freaks. <laughs> Dean asks him where the nest is, but the guy says he's got this one. He says he's been on this case for over a year, and he's kind of a go-it-alone kind of guy. He does say he's heard there's a chupacabra two states over. <laughs> what and, a jerk. Yeah. You know, like, they're just trying to help you. Yeah, and then he <laughs> drives away. Okay, 
go after the chupacabra because I'm still waiting to see one of those. I know, right? Like, yeah. that's not a thing yet. They've talked about it plenty of yeah. times. <laughs> so, while having, like, I've never looked up anything about chupacabras, but I had a... Um, oh, I've watched documentaries. Are you? Okay. <laughs> I have this friend named Cleo. I love this girl to death. And she grew up in Texas. Mm-hmm. Um, she's Hispanic. And they, her family, like believes in chupacabras yeah i think yeah i from what i remember we did a lot of talking very drunk and talking about (laughs) chupacabras once and as she's explaining it to me all i'm envisioning is a goat (laughs) outside your window dressed in like belly dancer sequins with the little like symbols on the fingers like shimmying and dancing and entrancing you so and while making with red eyes making extreme extreme contact and 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 somehow that leading to sucking out your soul this is what i think a chupacabra is based on her description okay 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 so the one i mean i wouldn't call it a documentary but there's like the show that i was watching like it was okay you know what like aliens guy yeah yeah totally (laughs) it seemed to be kind of something like that yeah you know like i mean it sounds like they legit like tried to do some like research on it but like who knows how credible it is right right but from what i remember and this is like a long time ago but i watched like a couple of them because there was like two of them on right in a row and i just like got sucked in and couldn't look away from the screen oh totally but like it i don't remember what the thing was supposed to look like maybe goat humanish goatish sort of mm-hmm. like like a goat like creature i don't know yeah but like it w- it was like big chomper big mouth and would like bite holes into things oh my god like, that's what it like what the mo was for this like anytime there is like uh you know some sort of livestock killed that they thought or when they thought that it was livestock that was killed by this thing, it almost always had, like, big, like, bite marks, basically. Like, mm-hmm. chunks taken out of it. Ugh. So, like, there'd be, like, just holes in the side of it. And not, Gross. like, straight through, but just, like, you could tell something took a chunk. Yeah. You know? But, and, like, big. Yeah. But, um, other than that, and it was usually, from what I remember, it was, like, cattle that would usually have okay. this happen to it. See, when we were talking about it... It's supposed to dance seductively outside your window and enthrall you. Oh, that's even worse. <laughs> that's why I don't know why I got the belly dancer here in my head Apparently for the seductive dance, but with like the little like finger symbols. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just outside your window. <laughs> okay, I wish you guys could see the dance that she's doing at me right now. Like arms back. Like, like T-Rex arms out to the side and, like, head forward and, like, little, like, clicky fingers <laughs> as they, like, swing side to side. I mean, that's what a chupacabra is, right? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> From what I remember, it was, like, a weird, like, supernatural animal. Yes. Like, not, yeah, like, yeah. capable of, like, human suge- seduction sort of thing. Just, like... <laughs> You know, like an animal that went after livestock, you know? like Oh, that's not what, that's not what we were talking about. Yeah, so. no, I mean, I'm sure there's, like, different people with different, Oh, yeah, you know, of course. Like, this is what this is, or this is what this is. But, like, has anybody come up with any evidence? No. Like, right, of course. So. Yeah. I just, you know, I choose to keep this belief in my head. Yeah, because I mean, like, that's totally fine. Because it's just so enthralling. <laughs> to me, that's, like, scary. That's not enthralling. It, it, no, it is, but it's supposed to, like, enthrall you with its seductive <laughs> dance moves or something tell you yes to, you know, to not be able to look away yeah and then you're enthralled you know yeah. what i mean and then supernaturally what, like, so does it go after people then yeah yeah it, it like sucks out your soul or something see this is like a completely different chupacabra than what i'm thinking of like <laughs> <laughs> the one, like the only the only chupacabra that i've really like heard of is, you know, animal type thing that goes after animals and kills livestock. And, yeah. like, that's what people are mad about is that it's, like, killing their livestock. Okay. You know, like, not that it, like, puts people in a trance, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> Well, that's just what I learned. <laughs> if you guys at home have any other ideas, because again, I've done no research. I mean, I choose yeah. to believe that this is what a chupacabra is because it's just so entertaining. But definitely email us and let us know. And like, I did not grow up with 
chupacabra being a thing, really. Yeah, like, me neither. <laughs> so, like, what are the stories from growing up that y'all have? Like, I, I want to know these things. Yeah, me too. I, I really want to know. Are there sequins involved? <laughs> just just answer bells. that. Yeah. The little, like, oh, what are those, like, the coin s- skirts? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, like, man. The hips. Yeah. The hips going. Yeah. Like, I could just, That's oh, what I see the like, goat doing. Me out is, like, you're just eyes staring and, like, the, like, weird hips moving fast. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm not okay with this image. I know. I've now freaked myself out, and I'm not going to sleep tonight, okay? Just don't look out the window. That's all you have to do. I'm on the second story, man. Like, if I see something out of the second story window, I'm going to be my pants. <laughs> I will full-on wet the bed. Just don't make eye contact. I will wet the bed. Okay. I mean, I've got the little blinds, so it's not like I could, like, look out the window unless I, like, open the blinds. Yeah. I will not be doing that anytime soon. <laughs> No way, no how. Uh, so we cut to a mechanic. <laughs> we cut to a mechanic in his shop at night. Uh, he hears a strange noise outside and goes to investigate. Suddenly, Gordon is there, and we find out that mechanic guy is a vampire. He's super kicking Gordon's ass and almost saws his head off, but Sam and Dean save him in time. Like, literally pull him out. Yeah, so his head's about to come off from the saw. Um, Dean stakes the vampire down and cuts his head off. Gordon looks super delighted at (laughs) Dean killing this vampire, but Sam looks all worried about how terrifying Dean's kill face was. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Because it was. It was, like, intense. You could tell he really enjoyed it and was almost sad that it was over so quickly. Yeah. Like, he went full on... um Oh, what was that movie? Uh, My Bloody Valentine there. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, he straight did. up into the crazy face. Yeah. Know, like- <laughs> yeah, and Gordon just looks, like, enamored almost. Yeah, like, my hero. <laughs> yeah, and Sam is like, dude, you okay, bro? Like, what's happening? Yeah. <laughs> So we cut to the bar again. Gordon is buying the boys a drink. Gordon and Dean clink shot glasses, and Gordon says, another one bites the dust. <laughs> Dean, you gave that big-ass thing one hell of a haircut, my friend. That was beautiful. <laughs> I mean, I thought that part was kind of funny. Yeah. <laughs> Sam looks, like, really pissed off, and Dean asks him if he's okay. Gordon says, lighten up a little, Sammy. Sam says, he's the only one who gets to call me that. <laughs> Which I love. Yeah, me too. It's like, a, he, now he's okay with being called Sammy. Right. But only because Dean's saying it. Yeah. Like, if anybody else says it, it's like a, my name's not Sammy! Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Gordon apologizes and says they're just celebrating a job well done. Sam says de- decapitations aren't his idea of a good time. <laughs> Gordon says, come on, man. It's not like they were human. You gotta have a little more fun with the job. Dean says, see, that's what I've been trying to tell him. <laughs> then to Sam, he says, you could learn a thing or two from this guy. <laughs> Sam says, yeah, I bet I could. Look, I'm not going to bring you guys down. I'm just going to go back to the motel. So Dean hands him the car keys and says, remind me to beat that buzzkill out of you later, okay? So Sam Kind leaves. of a jerk moment. It is totally like, a jerk moment. I think he was trying to be funny, but also at the same time, like, mm, He wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Gordon asks if it was something he said, and Dean says, no, that Sam just gets that way sometimes. So we see Sam getting to the, into the motel room, and then we cut back to Dean telling Gordon a story. He says, so I picked up this crossbow, and I hit that ugly sucker, silver tip. Oh, no, that's not what he says. He says, <laughs> sorry. Okay. He says, so I picked up this crossbow, and I hit that ugly sucker, silver tipped arrow, right in the heart. Sammy's waiting in the car, and me and my dad take the thing into the woods, burn it to a crisp. I'm sitting there, I'm looking into the fire, and I'm thinking to myself, I'm 16 years old. Kids my age are worried about pimples and prom dates. I'm seeing things that they'll never even know, never even dream of. So right then, I just sort of, and Gordon says, embrace the life. And Dean says, yeah. At 16. That's crazy. Most kids are worried about getting their driver's license, not about killing things that go bump in the night, you know? Yeah. Right. So Dean asks Gordon how he got started, and he says, First time I saw a vampire, I was barely 18, home alone with my sister. I hear the window break in her room. I grab my dad's gun, run in, try to get it off her. It was too late. So I shoot the damn thing, which, of course, is about as useful as snapping it with a rubber band. (laughs) It rushes me, picks me up, flings me across the room, knocks me out cold. When I wake up, the vampire's gone. My sister's gone. Try explaining that one to your family. (laughs) So I left. Yeah, right. (laughs) So I left home and then bummed around looking for information, how you track them, how you kill them. And I found that thing. It was my first kill. 
Dean says he's sorry about his sister, and Gordon says she was beautiful. I can still see her, you know, the way she was. But hey, that was a long time ago. I mean, your dad. It's got to be rough. Dean says, yeah, you know, he was just one of those guys. Took some terrible beatings, just kept coming. So you're always saying to yourself, he's indestructible. He'll always be around. Nothing can kill my dad. I know. I know. I don't like this moment. I know. And just (laughs) like that, he's gone. I can't talk about this with Sammy. No, I got to keep my game face on. But uh, truth is, I'm not handling it very well. I like it's so ridiculous. Like, you can talk to it about Sammy. He's been asking you to talk to I know. Him. Why like, are you opening up to this sociopath? Like, I know. Like, he's bonkers. Yeah. <laughs> and here you are giving him your life story and you won't even talk to your brother. But okay. You know, like. Sometimes. I mean, I guess sometimes it's easier to talk to strangers. About some things. Yeah. Right? Uh, I see <laughs> that in work. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes. Sometimes it is. So I maybe it's just that sort of thing. You know, he's got to. He says he's got to keep his game face on, so maybe he feels like he has to be strong yeah. for his brother. Yeah, you know, probably. which Sam does not need. No, you know, Sam needs the exact opposite lately. It seems like you know yeah. he needs Dean to show him that he is affected and is feeling, you know, all yeah. the things he's feeling. He needs to like talk it out, like not yeah. necessarily have like mushy moments or whatever, but just like this is what's happening. Just like acknowledge it, even. Yeah, you he has know? to process it by talking. Yeah, it, you know, right. Um, Dean says, I feel like I have this. Um, he pauses and Gordon says, hole inside you? And it just gets bigger and bigger and darker and darker. Dean nods. Gordon says, good. You can use it. Keeps you hungry. (laughs) Yeah. Trust me, there's plenty out there that needs killing and this will help you do it. Dean, it's not a crime to need your job. Dean looks like Gordon just blew his mind. <laughs> and like in literally two sec or two sentences, pretty much, he yeah. like did a complete 180. Like mm-hmm. went from like, oh, poor to like, hey, hey, hey. You know, like, yeah. What? You know, like, yeah. Sign number one there, bucko. Right. Bucko, bucko, same thing, right? Bucko. <laughs> Fruit flyo. <laughs> there is a motherfucking fruit fly in my kitchen right now and I there it is <laughs> don't do it to me sorry okay <laughs> you like I'm so sorry. your face you scared me oh sorry I did not mean to scare you it just it was like it knew we were talking about it and decided to make an appearance oh my gosh okay so let me just tell you what folks like I am not afraid of fruit flies but what her face she literally like got so close and was like there it is pointed right behind me like something was behind me not just like oh there's a fruit fly by you like okay that's fine like were you thinking about the chupacabra again I don't even know (laughs) my mind went bad places did Did I get it I got it yes (laughs) yes it's on me okay go wash your hands no go wash it off you don't want bug juice Oh, Rochelle, this is the second fruit fly you've killed for me today. You're totally my hero right now. You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you. Oh. Okay. <laughs> scream. I'm like kind of embarrassed that that came out of me about a fruit fly. No, it wasn't that bad. I've heard you scream way worse than that over spiders and stuff. <coughs> drink some of your, drink some of your joy juice there. <laughs> Okay, where were we? Okay, I got it. So, we cut to Harvell's Roadhouse. The landline rings and Ellen answers the phone. It's Sam. He asks her if she's ever come across a guy named Gordon Walker. She says she knows him and that he's a really good hunter. Sam says they ran into him on a job and now they're kind of working together. Ellen says, don't do that, Sam. Sam says, I thought you just said he was a good hunter. And she says, yeah, and Hannibal Lecter is a good psychiatrist. He's dangerous to everyone and everything around him. If he's working on a job, just let him handle it and move on. He is bad news. Yes. So we cut back to Gordon and Dean still drinking at the bar. Gordon says, you know why I love this life? It's all black and white. There's no maybe. You find the bad thing, kill it. Most people spend their lives in shades of gray. Is this right? Is that wrong? Not us. Dean says, not sure if Sammy would agree with you. And Gordon says, doesn't seem like your brother's much like us. I'm not saying he's wrong, just different. You and me, we were born to do this. It's in our blood. Okay, is Gordon trying to recruit Dean into being his partner or what? Because it sort of sounds like it. And Dean's totally drinking the Kool-Aid. Oh, yeah. Like, he is, like, 
drunk off the Kool-Aid. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, there's not a, like, oh, this might be a thing. Like, yeah. he's like, tell me more. But, like, <laughs> is he trying to, like, recruit him? Because it sounds like it. I mean, you know, I've never really thought of it that way. But, like, I can see that, you know. I mean, because like, we know that Gordon is, like, a lone wolf kind of hunter. Yeah. But it just sounds like he is. It sounds like he's trying to, like, to me, where I go with it is, like, he's trying to mess with him somehow. Yeah. And, like, we don't know how yet, but he's, like, trying to mess with him. Yeah. Okay. So we cut to Sammy outside his motel room at, at a vending machine. We see that someone is watching him. He goes back to his room and gets jumped by three guys. He lands uh, a punch on one of them and then gets hit in the head with a landline phone and gets knocked out. <laughs> I love the little, like, ding. Yeah, the phone <laughs> ding. Uh, we cut to Sam tied up with a hood over his head. The hood gets pulled off, and we see that Sam is also gagged. The vampire who pulled the hood off is named Eli. He was that bartender from before. Benny. <laughs> yeah, and he looks really hungry. Also, like, he's not bad looking for a monster, you know? <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Because some of the mon- I mean, well, I should say some of the monsters. A lot of the monsters, they, like, make them look ugly, kind of. Mm-hmm. You know, like, not necessarily, but they, like, definitely, like, the vampires, they usually, like, make them look really dead. Like, Lenora. Yeah. Like, Lenore. Looks- or Lenore, yeah. sorry. Mm-hmm. Looks yeah. Dead, you know? She does look dead. And, like, I almost called him Benny. <laughs> and Eli, yeah. like, doesn't look that way. Like, he's still, like, yeah, rosy. He, you know? Yeah, he <laughs> looks pretty normal. Um, a girl vampire says, wait, step back. She says her name is Lenore and that she's not going to hurt Sam. They just need to talk. Um, this actress is totally, she plays Tara on the Buffy the Vampire TV series. I have not seen that. So she plays a witch. And it's, and that's, I mean, that's like arguably one of the most famous vampire shows, you know, as Buffy. So it's interesting that she's a vampire in this. There's a couple of actors. Well, there's actually quite a few actors from Buffy that make guest appearances on the show. But it was pretty cool to see her. Mm Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I definitely, like, I've never seen it, but I've heard about it a mm-hmm. lot. Yeah. Like, I haven't watched all of it. I watched up through, like, I think partway through season six, and then I was like, Willow's going to go all evil because evil, Tara's going to die, and I, my feelings just can't take it. So I'm going to I'm gonna watch it later when I'm more emotionally stable. And that was, like, ten years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Still waiting for the day. <laughs> That day will come, I'm sure. It is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So Sam says, I might have a tough time paying attention to much besides Eli's teeth. Mm-hmm. Lenore says that Eli won't hurt Sam either. Sam's like, yeah, right. You're not the first vamps I've met. And she says that they're not like the others. They don't kill humans and they don't drink human blood. They drink cattle blood. She says it's not ideal. In fact, it's disgusting, but it allows us to get by. Sam asks her uh, why they drink cattle blood, and she says, survival. No deaths, no missing locals, no reason for people like you to come looking for people like us. And we blend in. Our kind is practically extinct. It turns out we weren't quite, we weren't quite as high up the food chain as we imagined. Eli says, why are we explaining ourselves to this killer? We choke on cow's blood so none of them suffer. Tonight they murdered Conrad and they celebrated. Lenore tells Eli, that's enough. She tells Sam that they're leaving town tonight. Sam is like, why did you even bring me here? Why are you even talking to me? And she says, believe me, I'd rather not, but I know you're kind. Once you have a scent, you'll keep tracking us. It doesn't matter where we go. Hunters will find us. Which I think is interesting because, like, all of the things that they're saying about the hunters are, like, things that the hunters say about them. Yeah, exactly. The tracking. All of it, like, getting a scent and staying with it. And, like... Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's like, they're all the same, you know, like that sort of... Yeah, yeah. they're all killers. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Sam says, so you're asking us not to follow you? And Lenore says, we have a right to live. We're not hurting anyone. Sam's like, give me one good reason why I should believe you. And she says, fine. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to let you go. She tells Eli to take Sam back to the motel, and Sam is totally shocked. Mm-hmm. We, like, uh, like okay. what is even happening right now? Yeah. Uh, we cut to Dean and Gordon in Dean's motel room looking at a local map. They're trying to figure out where the vampire's nest is. Gordon says there's about 35 to 40 farms out there, and he searched half of them so far and found nothing. Dean says, I guess we'll just have to search the other half. And they look, like, so excited and thrilled to be, like, on this mission together. We're going on an adventure. Yeah. <laughs> A magical journey. <laughs> Come to Candy Mountain, Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
so oh, no. Sad. oh no oh yes <laughs> Sam walks through the door and tells Dean he needs to talk to him alone so they go outside and Sam says maybe we gotta rethink this hunt Dean's like what are you talking about where were you Sam says he was in the nest Dean's like, you found it? But Sam says, they found me. <laughs> Dean wants to know how he got out and how many he killed. Sam says, none. Dean says, well, Sam, they didn't just let you go. <laughs> Sam says, that's exactly what they did, Dean. And Dean says, all right, well, where is it? Sam says he was blindfolded, so he doesn't know. He says, we went over that bridge outside of town. But Dean, listen, we shouldn't go after them. I don't think they're like other vampires. I don't think they're killing people. Dean's like, you're joking. <laughs> then how do they stay alive or undead or whatever the hell they are? Sam says, the cattle mutilations. They said they live off of animal blood. Dean says, and you believed them? <laughs> Sam says, look at me, Dean. They let me go without a scratch. Dean says, wait, so you're saying, no, man, no way. I don't know why they let you go. I don't really care. We find them and we waste them. <laughs> no way. No freaking way. That's not my chair. <laughs> That's yeah. what that is right there. That totally is. Um, Sam says, why? And Dean says, what part of vampires don't you understand? If it's supernatural, then we kill it. End of story. That's our job. Sam says, no, Dean, that's not our job. Our job is hunting evil. And if these things aren't killing people, they're not evil. Dean says, of course they're killing people. That's what they do. They're all the same, Sam. They're not human, okay? We have to exterminate every last one of them. Sam says, no, Dean, I don't think so, all right? Not this time. Dean says, Gordon's been on those vamps for over a year. He knows. Sam says, Gordon, you're taking his word for it? Ellen says, he's bad news. <laughs> Dean says, you called Ellen? And I'm supposed to listen to her? We barely know her, Sam. No thanks. I'll go with Gordon. Sam says, right, because Gordon's such an old friend. You don't think I can't see what's going on? He's a substitute for dad, isn't he? A poor one. Dean says, shut up, Sam. Sam says, he's not even close, Dean. Not on his best day. You slap on this big fake smile, but I can see right through it because I know how you feel. Dad's dead, and he left a hole, and it hurts so bad you can't take it. But you can't just fill up that hole with whoever you want to. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Oh, no. <laughs> Sorry. I had to. I had to. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Sam says, it's an insult to his memory. I mean, yes, that is. <laughs> <laughs> it is. <laughs> Dean says, okay, and then punches him in the face. <laughs> Sam says, you can hit me all you want. It won't change anything. Dean says, I'm going to that nest. You don't want to tell me where it is? Fine. I'll find it myself. And they go back into the motel room, but Gordon is gone. Sam says, you think he went after them? And Dean's like, probably. Sam says, we have to stop him. And Dean says, really, Sam? Because I say we lend a hand. Sam says, just give me the benefit of the doubt, would you? You owe me that. Dean says, yeah, we'll see. I'll drive. Give me the keys. But the keys are missing because Gordon took them. So we cut to Dean hot-wiring baby. Sam directs Dean to the vampire's nest from memory, even though he had a bag over his head the whole time. That's super impressive, by the way. It like, was pretty amazing. Like, we took a left turn and then a right turn and then a left or you know, whatever. And then it's it was like... four minutes after getting off the bridge, we took a... <laughs> A sharp right or whatever, yeah. And how do you know? I counted. Yeah, yeah, yeah right? Okay. <laughs> Dean says, you're good. You're a monster pain in the ass, but you're good. So we cut to Lenore and Eli packing up their nest. Eli says, we can't leave like this. We need to stay and fight. This is self-defense. Kill or be killed. They can't hunt us if they're dead. She says, killing those three wouldn't solve anything. There's more where they came from. We're outnumbered. This is all we can do. Try and reason. Eli says, you can't reason with these people. They're going to kill us all anyway. We should at least take a few of them with us. She says, I'm not giving up hope. If we can change, they can change. She tells them to go into town to gather the others and that they'll leave before sunrise. Uh, we cut to Gordon capturing Lenore and stabbing her with a knife dipped in blood. He says, dead man's blood, bitch. Then he has her tied up, and we see that he keeps re-dipping the knife and slicing her with it. Kind of a sicko. What a fucking asshole. Like, she's got, like, these little cut marks all over her. Yeah. And, like, what good is it going to do? Like, it's not doing anything. The dead man's blood is already in her system. Like, yeah, you don't it, need more. It's just causing her more pain. Yeah. That's it. 
Sam and Dean walk in, and Dean says, Gordon, what's going on? He says, just poisoning Lenore here with dead man's blood. She's going to tell us where all her friends are. Want to help? Grab a knife. He's, like, way too into the torture thing. Yeah, he's like, he says, I was just about to start in on the fingers. And he cuts her some more. Dean says, whoa, let's all just chill out. Gordon says, I'm completely chill. <laughs> and smiles. I really like that part. <laughs> like, I mean, really, though, he's, like... Serial killer chill. He you know, is. Like, he is. Straight up. Yeah. Like, psycho. Yeah. Uh, Sam tells him to put the knife down, and Gordon says, it sounds like it's Sam here who needs to chill. Sam tells Gordon to step away from Lenore. Gordon says, you're right. I'm wasting my time here. This bitch will never talk. Might as well put her out of her misery. And he grabs a giant ass knife. He says, I just sharpened it, so it's completely humane. Like, making fun of Sammy. Yeah. Like, dude, come on. I don't like how he talks to Sammy in, like, any of this. Like, no. this whole episode. And, like, from the get-go, it's not even like he, like, got put off by something Sammy said and then started being a jerk to him. Like, right. he was that way to him the whole time. Yeah. You know? it was because he didn't, wasn't excited about the kill that Dean did and yeah. wasn't celebrating afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. So Sam says, Gordon, I'm letting her go. And Gordon says, you're not doing a damn thing and points his knife at Sam. Dean's like, hey, let's just talk about this. And Gordon says, what's there to talk about? Like I said, Dean, no shades of gray. Dean says, yeah, I hear you. I know how you feel. The vampire that killed your sister deserved to die. But Gordon starts laughing. He says, that filthy fang didn't kill my sister. It turned her, made her into one of them. So I hunted her down and I killed her myself. Dean goes, you did what? And that's when the switch turns back on in his brain to make it function again. <laughs> right, exactly. Um Gordon says, it wasn't my sister anymore. It wasn't human. I didn't blink, and neither would you. Sam says, you knew all along. You knew the vampires weren't killing anyone. You knew about the cattle. You just didn't care. Gordon says, care about what? A nest of vampires suddenly acting nice, taking a little time out from sucking innocent people, and we're supposed to buy that? Trust me, it doesn't change what they are, and I can prove it. He grabs Sam and cuts his arm and, like, manhandles him over to Lenore. Dean draws his gun and says, let him go now. Gordon says, relax. If I wanted to kill him, he'd already be on the floor. Just making a point. He holds Sam. Uh, he holds Sam's bloody arm over Lenore's face so that his blood starts dripping on her and her fangs come out. Gordon says, still want to save her? Look at her. They're all the same. Evil and bloodthirsty. Lenore forcibly makes her fangs retract and says no over and over. Sam says, you hear her, Gordon? We're done here. Dean tells Sam to get Lenore out of there, so Sam carries her outside. Dean says, Gordon, I think you and I got some things to talk about. <laughs> He's still got his gun pointed at Gordon, who is only holding his giant knife. Gordon says, get out of my way. And Dean's like, sorry. <laughs> Gordon says, you're... I got the bigger power here. <laughs> yeah. Gordon says, you're not serious. Dean says, I'm having a hard time believing it, too, but I know what I saw. If you want those vampires, you're going to have to go through me. Gordon stabs his knife into a tabletop and says, fine. And as Dean is putting his gun down, Gordon punches him in the face. And Gordon grabs his knife again, but Dean starts beating the crap out of him. Gordon says, you're doing this for a fang? Come on, Dean. We're on the same side here. Dean says, <laughs> I don't think so, you sadistic bastard. <laughs> He's not wrong. Yeah. Gordon tosses Dean across the room and says, you're not like your brother. You're a killer, like me. They fight more, and Dean gets Gordon into a headlock and casually walks, so Gordon's head uh, runs into the side of the wall. <laughs> On accident. <laughs> Dean, yeah, Dean says, oh, sorry. <laughs> I like that. Uh, he ties Gordon to a chair and says, you know, I might be like you, I might not, but you're the one tied up right now. We cut to the morning. Gordon is awake and still tied to the chair. Sam comes into the house and says, did I miss anything? <laughs> Dean says, eh, not much. Sam says Lenore and all the other vampires got out okay. Dean says, then I guess our work here is done. How you doing, Gordy? Got a tinkle yet? <laughs> all right, well, get comfy. <laughs> Which, that was just great, because yeah. I say tinkle all the time. Yeah. I got a tinkle. <laughs> I just was like, oh, it's like he knows me. <laughs> Dean does know you. <laughs> that, you know, that could be either really creepy <laughs> Are pretty awesome. Uh, yeah. I think it'd be pretty awesome. I mean, you know. Yeah. yeah. Um, he says, all right, we'll get comfy. We'll call someone in two or three days, have them come out and untie you. I guess this is goodbye. Well, it's been real. Then he punches Gordon so hard that his chair tips over backwards. <laughs> to Sammy says, okay, I'm good now. We can go. He's just like, we can go. Yeah. Hey. Like, 
I did it. <laughs> I know. Outside the house, Dean says, Sam, clock me one. Come on. I won't even hit you back. Let's go. You get a freebie. Hit me. Come on. Sam says, no, you look like you just went 12 rounds with a block of cement. I'll take a rain check. <laughs> Dean says, I wish we never took this job. It just jacked everything up. Think about all the hunts we went on, Sammy, our whole lives. What if we killed things that didn't deserve killing, you know? I mean, the way Dad raised us. Sam says, Dean, after what happened to Mom, Dad did the best he could. Dean says, I know he did, but maybe he wasn't perfect. And the way he raised us to hate those things, and man, I hate them. I do. When I killed that vampire at the mill, I didn't even think about it. Hell, I even enjoyed it. Sam says, you didn't kill Lenore. Dean says, no, but every instinct told me to. I was going to kill her, and I was going to kill them all. Sam says, yeah, but you didn't, and that's what matters. Dean says, yeah, because you're a pain in my ass. <laughs> Sam says, I guess I might have to stick around to be a pain in the ass then. Dean says, thanks. Sam says, don't mention it. Oh. I know. <laughs> they love each other. They do love each other. I love that Dean was like, come on, Sammy, hit me. <laughs> like, I totally deserve this shit. <laughs> like, just, just hit me. Well, and the thing is, is like, he's guilty. So he's like, this is, it's kind of like the, ki- the kids where it's like, you've disappointed me or whatever. Like, that's almost worse sometimes than having them like punish you. Yeah, totally. You know? Like, and that's what, where Dean's at. Like, punish me. You know, yeah. like, I did a stupid. You know? Yeah, like, totally. But, yeah. Um, I also love that Dean, like, realizes that, like, hey, Shades of Grey is actually real life. Yeah. It can't be black and white always. Yeah. Which is super important for what's coming up in later seasons. And, like, yeah, all the time. (laughs) Yeah. Like, a main theme of the show. Mm Mm-hmm. So. Like, trying to figure out what the good is and what the bad is. Right. So. Right. Um, So they get in their car and they drive away. And credits. <laughs> okay, so I have so many thoughts on this episode. Okay, good. <laughs> okay, so the first, uh, the first one is like the girl at the beginning, mm-hmm. like was way too clumsy and slow to be a vampire. Maybe, like, maybe we, maybe she had been like dead man's blooded already. Or I mean, I didn't see any of that, but maybe. I mean, my mind goes to like maybe because she's not like feeding on humans maybe oh, she's like that could slower be. like the cow blood will keep her keep her alive but like not not as fully super functional, you know? yeah that makes <laughs> like, sense i don't know but it was just kind of weird like she didn't seem like a vampire to me at all like they didn't yeah portray that yeah it makes you know? it seem like it's just this guy stalking this regular girl yeah yeah <laughs> like you, you would think the stalker is who is Gordon, by the way, because we, this is another one of my thoughts, like, you see the little hook thing when he pulls out his little car arsenal? Yeah, yeah. Like. Yeah, that was him who killed her. Yeah, yeah, which was weird because, like, he's definitely not a vampire, but he's, like, more stealth mode than she is, and she's, like, trying to hide behind trees or whatever. Like, dude, Mm -hmm. you've got super speed, just, like, take off. Yeah, well, when you think about it, Gordon is a hunter, but he is, I think, strictly a vampire hunter, Mm -hmm. you know, so this is his specialty, this is all he does. Yeah. So, Which, so he's good at it. I don't remember. Is there anybody else that has like specialties or like? I don't think so. I think there's been times where like a certain person or group will like go after something that is like personally done them wrong. You know, yes. so whether it be like a vampire or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. like they'll have like a vendetta against one thing, but then they like move on and go after other things after that. And right. Not, like try and find another one of those things. Right. So. I don't know. I mean, I guess he could be other things, but they don't make it sound like that. They make it sound like he's just a vampire hunter. Yeah. I mean, he kind of, from what he says, it's kind of like a, this is what I do and yeah. I don't do anything else, you know? Yeah. Um, so, okay. The cop at the beginning mm-hmm. super sounds familiar. Yeah. Like, we were talking about this as we were watching the episode. Like, I don't know where I know his voice from, but I feel like I know it for sure. And I was, like, looking up what other movies and whatnot this actor is in, mm-hmm. and, like, none of them are familiar. I haven't seen any of them. So it's not like it's one of those, like, oh, I've seen that, but I don't remember it, so that's probably why I know the voice. Like, yeah. He just must n- sound like somebody. Yeah. None of it makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> none of it at all. So, I don't know. That's, like, that's going to bug my brain for a little while. Weird. But I don't know. My guess is he just sounds like somebody, you know, enough like somebody to where it's like, oh, this other guy, mm-hmm. whatever. I don't know. But it, it bugs me. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, the CGI in this one is way better. It was pretty good. Like, 
tolerable. Like, you can still tell it's a little bit, you know, quirky, but, like, for the most part, it's not, like, so awful that that's what you focus on in the scene instead of focusing on them. Right. Um, But, yeah, Dean also, like, in this episode, he is, like, way too impressionable. And I don't like it. You know what? This is my least favorite episode of this season. And it doesn't mean that I don't like this episode. Yeah. But I think it is my least favorite because of how how Dean is. Yeah. You know? I don't like his attitude during any of it. Yeah. You know? Mm -mm. Just, like, falling under, like, Gordon's spell. You know what I mean? Yeah. And just how he he treats Sam. All of it. Enamored with... yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's almost kind of, like, too out of character. Yeah. You know, like, obviously, like, he's in a bad place, and he's gonna be doing some, like, he's weird just, things. Yeah. But, like, not like that, you know? Like, not yeah. being kind of, like, mean to Sammy, and, like, just, I, I don't know. It just didn't, it rubbed me the wrong way. Yeah. Me too. But, um, so, I, although, okay, I do like this episode for the fact that this is, like, a major turning point for Dean. Like, he has an epiphany at the end where he's, like not all monsters are bad. Right. You know, like, there is shades of gray, and it's not like, you know, they're either, you know, not a monster and they're good, or they're a monster and they're bad. Like, there's totally in between. Right. Um, So, I I do like this episode for that. I mean, there's... Me too. Definitely very frustrating things about this episode, but I do like it for the, for this, like, lifestyle change part of it. Yeah. Um, Also, last thought... Dean should have totally shot Gordon when he had the chance. <laughs> oh, my God. He totally like, should have. Like, ugh. ugh. I know. Dean should have not saved Gordon and let that vampire cut his head off. And none of this would have happened. Yeah. Although he would still think that um, if it's not human, it, it needs to die. But do you think, though, that they would have found Sammy anyways? And still drug him in and, like, and have been like, okay. You know, because you know that they probably would have gone after the other ones. Yeah, you're probably right. So I think it could, ha- obviously in a different way, but it could potentially still end up the same. Yeah, that's you know? true. But, I mean, I don't really know. But that's kind of, yeah, mm-hmm. maybe. <laughs> so what's your favorite moment from this episode? My favorite moment was when... Um, Sam and Dean walk into um, the scene where Gordon is torturing Lenore. Mm-hmm. And um, Dean's like, whoa, whoa, just chill out. Just chill out. <laughs> and Gordon dude. says, I'm completely chill. <laughs> like, like, no, you're not. <laughs> he's just like, he's just like such a like sociopath right there. <laughs> he just, he just nailed the emotion yeah. that he was supposed to have there. And it was beautiful. Good acting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What was your favorite part? Um, <laughs> So I liked it when Dean ran Gordon's head into the wall on accident. <laughs> That's a good that moment. That was my favorite part. Yeah. Because he'd just been in annoyance up to that point, and he's just like, ha whoops. Yeah. Oh, my bad. Oh, you know, like, sorry. <laughs> yeah. What an accident. Did I do that? You know, like, yeah, that was pretty good. <laughs> was that me? <laughs> Whoopsie. But, yeah, that was that was definitely my favorite. Um, so some interesting facts about this episode. Um this is the first time that Back in Black by ACDC is used to mark the return of Baby, which is kind of, it turns into a tradition in the show. So, like, every time they return to using the car after a period of time, uh, she's reintroduced while the song plays, sort of like, it's like Baby's unofficial anthem, which, okay, a personal story in my life. Oh, yes. <laughs> One of my really good friends, Jessica, she had this truck for the I mean I love this truck the truck's name was Samson yeah because he just like he was strong and he kept going yeah good old Silverado yeah that's awesome was rolled down a hill and still lived you know? yeah um not by her but by oh, good. previous owner good um but yeah like every time that truck went in to get any work done going into the shop like you know if it needed new brakes or you know you name it like she always came out of the shop put that in and like blasted back in black. Oh, that's, that's awesome. like the first so- song that she would play after she got Samson back from the shop, which is great because she started doing this before Supernatural was a thing for her. Like yeah. she hadn't watched Supernatural before and she's like every time I get this, I pay I play black and black and black. <laughs> I pay Oh gosh. <laughs> I play Back in black. There we go. (laughs) That's amazing. I had to, like, work through that one in my head a little bit. But, yeah, like, I just think it's 
a good coincidence. I love it. A happy accident. <laughs> There's two things about this song for me. First one, it was my um, my senior year's homecoming theme. Which is amazing. Yes. Yes. So that would have been in the year. I graduated in 2000. So that would have been 1999. Party like it's Yeah. Oh, my God. Can that song just die already? Like, it just we just heard it so much at that time. We were oh, like, sure, yeah. we're just like, oh, my God. Yeah. And second, I believe it's the song. OK, we're going to geek out about Alias for just a second here. <laughs> OK. OK. In season two, where they finally take down SD6, uh-huh. Sydney Bristow's up in that airplane in her lingerie strutting down the aisle <laughs> yeah. to this song. And the guy's like, I don't like this color lingerie change into the red one. So she has to go do it all again. And the song plays again. And she struts down the aisle. And Vaughn is like listening to her on the earcom. He's like, I'm going to fucking kill this guy. <laughs> and that's what that reminds me of. Yeah. So. Oh, I do remember her in like the scary lingerie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like playing back in black. That is the best episode of the whole, <laughs> the whole show because they take down the bad guys. You yeah. know, SD6 gets destroyed. Uh-huh. And her and Vaughn kiss. <laughs> they have their Yay! first I remember, I remember just being like an emotional wreck. <laughs> be like, finally. It's happening. It's happening and I can't even see it because I'm crying so much. Yeah. Anyways, okay. Sorry to alias out, but that, it's all good. that show is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was pretty good. Not going to lie. It took me like a f- quite a few. It took me probably actually like a season to get into it. Mm-hmm. Not that I thought that it was like boring or bad or whatever, but I was just kind of it's like. It's kind of dated. You know what I mean? It's kind of, like, old. But when when I first watched it, it wasn't that old. Like, it was still playing. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, it still had current seasons going, so it wasn't so bad for me. Yeah. But, but yeah, now now when I rewatch it, I'm like, ooh. (laughs) Uh, What happened? Yeah. (laughs) What has occurred? Yes. (laughs) Okay, so during the filming of this episode, uh, Jared broke his hand when he fell badly during a stunt, which, do you know what that stunt was? No, I don't. I I wonder if it was something that wasn't, you know, like they didn't air it or something. Yeah, because I'm sure that, like, if it... If he, like, broke his hand during the first try of that stunt, they probably mm-hmm. didn't want him to do it again. Yeah. So, and, like, you can't use that because right. then I'm sure he's just like, oh, you know. Like, yeah. And not in a, like, a, oh, this could work itself in. It's like a, everybody stop. You know? Yeah, like, totally. This is not good. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Um, so this is the first time that Sam and Dean encounter friendly, quote, unquote, monsters. No. So that's, you know, Not the fun. last time. <laughs> Not the last time. Yeah. By any stretch. But right. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the title of this episode, Bloodlust, is a reference to the 1961 movie of the same name about a crazed hunter. Oh, that's fitting. Like Gordon. Oh, my. That's probably why they wrote Gordon into it. Yeah. Or I wonder if they, like, write the episode first and then name it. Or I if think they, they do. Like... I think they do. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure it could go either way. Right. But I would think that you would, like, write it and then, like, name it accordingly, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Well, the point, the whole point of this episode, I think, is to, it, it, like... To introduce the idea that not all non-humans are evil, right? And to show that, like, Dean truly is struggling with the death of his dad, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. I think that's the whole, the whole take outs from this. (laughs) I just said that weird. Take away. There you go. (laughs) Take out. Take out. Now I'm hungry. Chinese. I know. Indian food. Oh, God. Can we get Indian food again? Because it's been ages. Yes. I love Indian (sighs) food. It's so good. I'm going to try and convince Eric that I need Indian food for my birthday. Yeah. I don't know if it's going to work. I'm going to try. I able to, like, figure that out. Okay. Yeah. Let's. Dear God. <laughs> I just need, I need some curry up in this. <laughs> like, I need it so bad. <laughs> God. It's so good. Yeah. I haven't had it in so long. And I had the, I don't even know what it is that you normally get. The one with, like, the cheese in it or whatever. But, like... Every time you've gotten it and we've been together, I'm like, I should try that next time. I mm-hmm. should try that next time. And it's, I, like, never do. And I tried it, and it was so good. Yeah. <laughs> it's the paneer masala. Okay. Paneer is just what that kind of cheese is called. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I think I asked you that last time, because I was, mm-hmm. like, about to go to the, the place down the road or whatever, and I, or, like, my parents were, I think, to go and pick up food. Yeah. And I'm like... You need to tell me what the name of this is right now. Oh, I remember <laughs> that text. I think I did. I texted you. I was like, it's yeah. this. And I was like, thank you. <laughs> yeah. I need to know. <laughs> this is what I want and 
I don't know yeah, what it is. Yeah, it is the best. Oh, it's so I good. love that place. Yeah. Okay, all right. I'm so hungry now. <sighs> we need to get Indian food sometime soon. Okay, okay. I'm <laughs> completely down. <laughs> so, um, our research, um, kind of about a haunting or like multiple hauntings. Yeah, we just. Um, yeah, we looked up Red Lodge, Montana, which you know, was an actual city this time, so that was kind of nice. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I found an article, it's called onlyinyourstate.com is the site, um, It's but the article is called The Creepy Small Town in Montana with Insane Paranormal Activity. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, so the Red Lodge... A Red Lodge's creepy factor apparently comes from all of the reported, like, UFO sightings and strange paranormal activities over, like, a bunch of years. It's not just, like, a, this has happened one time and this has happened one time. Like, apparently there's multiple people going, um, dude. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> this cool. is happening. Cool. <laughs> um, so the Red Lodge area seems to be a hot spot for UFO activity and mysterious occurrences like cow mutilations. Oh. <laughs> they worked that into the episode, too. Yeah. <laughs> Don't don't giggle like that after saying cow mutilations ever oh. again. I mean, it was more of like a hey, you know, like a, this is working in. Yeah, not because of the cow mutilations. Okay. That's right. not funny. Okay, good. <laughs> um, but so the most notorious UFO sighting happened in 1977, and the main witness was a 12 year old girl. Okay. Um, if you've ever seen, it says, but if you've ever seen a UFO in the sky, there's still a chance you'll see a ghost. Um. Most of the paranormal activity within Red Lodge City, um, or the city limits, seems to happen at the Pollard Hotel. Um, apparently has a long list of colorful visitors in the past. That's cool. <laughs> um, in 1987, guests of the hotel witnessed the Sundance Kid rob the bank across the street. Mm-hmm. Um, these days, the guests seem to have the most experiences in rooms 309 to 312, claiming that they feel odd, dizzy, lightheaded, and confused. Mm-hmm. Um, some guests have seen a woman in a yellow dress wandering the halls. Um, and in on, no- on another site... Um, it says that, like, you can, like, smell her perfume. It's, like, some sort of, like, French perfume. So as she, like, goes by, you can get a whiff of the Oh, weird. Um, which, I don't like that. Yeah, (laughs) that's creepy. I don't like any of it. Yeah, I love it. (laughs) You would. (laughs) I do. I want to go. Um, so there's also a lot going on at the Little Cowboy Bar (laughs) in Fromberg, which is about 20 miles away. Um... The former owner, who is deceased, seems to enjoy hanging out there dressed in cowboy attire. Awesome. (laughs) Um, Objects have been known to disappear here, and glasses sometimes break by themselves. Hmm. Um, But there's another story about the little people of the Prior Mountains. Um, The Crow Indians believe that these mountains are sacred. They claim that it's the home of the little people, which are ferocious characters who protect the tribe and have been known to tear out the hearts of the enemy's horses. Oh, why the horses? Oddly specific, you know? Why the horses? Leave those guys alone. I know, they didn't do anything. That's just mean. (laughs) Like, their loyalty is to whoever has the food or whoever's riding them at the moment, you know? um, There's not much evidence that it's true, Obviously, but um, apparently a mummified dwarf was found by two prospectors in 1932 sitting cross-legged in a nearby cave. Huh. So that's sketchy. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So Red Lodge is a peaceful place right now, but records show that there's a lot of violence at the turn of the 20th century, um, which is what could explain a lot of the activity that's happening there. But, um, yeah. Huh. That's that's Red Lodge for you. Awesome. <laughs> Good place to go if you yeah. want to, like, explore supernatural, yeah, that paranormal-type stuff. But I'm down to go. Yeah. <laughs> so what is your idget or aspect moment from this week? Okay, well, <laughs> I had a blueberry incident. <laughs> um, I We had this giant tub, like, that we bought from the store of blueberries, and I was, like, rinsing some off and putting them in a bowl for Killian. So I give them to him, and then I'm taking the tub back to the refrigerator, and on the way, I dropped it Mm. on the floor in the kitchen. At least it was in the kitchen on the hardwood floor and not in the carpet. But, like, the tub exploded. Yeah. And they all came out, and then I I was, like, 
I was like in the middle of stepping when it happened. And so then I stepped on a bunch of them Ugh. and I slipped in it because I was barefoot. Ugh. And I just fell down on top of all of them and squished them. Ugh. And it was and that'll stain too. Yeah, it was just a whole blueberry mess. <laughs> You made jam. And, uh, and Killian was just staring at me open mouth. I'm like, what? And I was like, God damn it. And he said, God damn what, Mom? <laughs> oh, no. I know. I was like, don't. <sighs> just don't. Like, okay. I think it's hilarious when little kids swear. I know. And not that I necessarily, like, think it's great all the time. But, right. like, it's hilarious when they swear. I know. It really is. He keeps doing it. <laughs> but you know what? He has a good sense. Like, I'm always like, you can't say that at preschool. And he's yeah. like, okay. So, like, sometimes he'll be like, Mom, can I say this word at preschool? And I'll be like, yes. Or mm-hmm. like, no. Yeah. Like, I don't think so. So I think that he gets it. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So hopefully. He knows what he can. Like, yeah. Or he at least knows, like, how to go about if he can say it. Right. <laughs> right. I'm like, if you must say it, say it at home. <laughs> but but don't say it till you're older. But definitely don't say it at preschool. You know? <laughs> yeah. Like, right. Maybe not. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we were going through a McDonald's drive through the other day because he's special. <laughs> and, um, and this guy, like, cut me off. It was, like, two lanes merging into one. You know, like, you order from two lanes and then mm-hmm. the, the line goes together. Yeah. And this guy totally cut me off. It was not his turn. It was my turn. Yeah. And I go, I went, oh, that fucking guy. And Killian goes, mom, what fucking guy? <laughs> and I was like, oh, no. I just said that guy. <laughs> anyway, what was your idiot or ass butt moment? So my sort of idiot moment happened a little while ago. Um, but so I was over at a coworker's house and we were doing a massage trade. It's oh, this is like embarrassing. It's not even like an idiot moment, really. It's just like embarrassing for me. That's perfect. Okay, so you know, I work on her, whatever. She gets off the table and like is wandering around doing whatever. And then like, so as I'm getting on the table, she comes in and she like, or like not as I'm getting on the table, she comes in. So like, I get on the table and then she comes in and is like hold on, I'll be right back. And it's like whispering, like there's something happening. Right. And I'm yeah. like, okay, you know, like what the heck? Mm-hmm. Like a little bit nervous at that point, but just kind of like, maybe she's just like talking quiet. Who knows? You know, like, yeah. who knows? You know? Right. And so, so she goes into her bedroom and comes back with a 22. Oh rifle, no. And I'm sitting there going, what the hell's going on? You know? Like, yeah. I don't understand. You know? And I'm sitting there going like, clean. Colleen, what's happening? Colleen! You know? Yeah. And she, like, is, like, speed walking stealthily out into her backyard or whatever. And I'm like, Colleen! Because you know? like, I'm naked on a table, right? And I'm just like, ah! You know? And so, all of a sudden you hear, like, the gun go off, right? And I'm like, and the, but you don't hear anything after that. Like, I was thinking that there's, like, somebody on the property. Because she lives out in the middle of nowhere. Right. And so, like, I'm thinking there's somebody on the property, like, Stock in the house or like yeah. whatever because like you know she lives by herself and so it's kind of like okay and she's got the dog but the dog wasn't barking but who knows if they've already gotten the dog you know and it's like yeah totally oh, you know and so she like comes back in she's like I need another bullet I didn't get him or, or like I, I don't remember what she said it was like something that she had like gotten him but like not good enough or something like that yeah. and I'm sitting there going like oh you know and I'm like Colleen do I need to get dressed you know? <laughs> and she's like and then she's, like, ignoring me, and she just, like, goes out into the yard again and, like, you know, shoots whatever it is again. Yeah. And, so, and I'm like, Colleen, what's happening? You know? Like, yeah. At that point, I'm, like, full on, like, trying to be quiet, but also, like, freaking out at oh, the same totally. time. And so <laughs> I'm like, oh, no. And so I, <laughs> I, she comes back in, and I'm like, Colleen, what's going on? You have to tell me what's going on. And I'm, like, freaking out. And she's like, there was a rabbit in the yard. And I'm like. Oh, my God. You can't to me you know Uh, because okay to be fair she like grows her own like vegetables and she's got like her orchard with like the apple trees and whatnot and like i think she's got like apples and pears but she grows like different types of lettuces and like roots i mean you name it zucchini like the whole nine yards i mean she's Mm -hmm. got like a because she's got a fair amount of space and so she's got like this big plot that she just grows a bunch of stuff in to eat you know and it's like if you can do that and you can pull it off, why not? You know, yeah. like, 
grow that instead of paying for it, you know? Right, right. Because <laughs> you buy a packet of seeds for a couple of dollars or you buy one zucchini for, you know, however much. Yeah. It's just like, okay. But, um... Yeah, so, like, I mean, I get it. The rabbits are, like, a nuisance for her. And, like, she's, like, trying to save her food, you know? Right. I totally understand. But, like, don't do that to a person, you know? Especially a naked person. (laughs) Like, naked on a table. They can't get up and run. And you have no idea what's going on. Like, why would you do that to me? (laughs) That's messed up. I don't understand. (laughs) That is totally messed up. I would be freaking out. I was... A and little bit mad. Totally nervous, but, cooing. like, yeah, yeah I... Mm, <laughs> it, it was a little bit scary. Yeah. I, I couldn't I couldn't deal with it. And, you know, after, of course, then I got a massage afterwards, and I calmed right the heck back down. Right, still, right. I mean, not that, like, she didn't, like, tear me to bits, you know? Like, yeah. This is, like, I had some back stuff going on, and so it was, like, not a fun massage at Right, all. right. But... It was still, like, it took my mind off of the bunny. There you go. <laughs> you know, like, the, I almost died, but it was only a bunny. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> so there's that. <laughs> Dude, that would have just been a hor- much worse for me, I think. Because yeah. then I'd be sad about the bunny. I mean, I was kind of sad about it. Because, like, you know, like, if you think about it, it's like, okay, whatever. Like, it was a rabbit, you know? Yeah. Like, and it's a nuisance. But also, it's like. The poor, like, the poor baby bunny, you know, know, yeah. the little fuzzy cute thing, you know, like, like, I don't know. And then you watch Monty Python and all those feelings go away. Yes. (laughs) The killer rabbit. Yeah, I remember that part. (laughs) Thou shall count to three. I don't remember much of that movie. We have to watch it again, because I just watched it when I was so young. I barely remember it. I just watched it, like, this last weekend, and it was great, and I'm totally willing to watch it sometime soon. Okay, you know, like, awesome. <laughs> it's hilarious. I love it. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you so much for listening to our podcast. You can email us at idgitsandaspudspodcast at gmail.com. The word and is spelled out. Or visit our Facebook page, Idgits and Aspets, a supernatural podcast. Thanks again. Thank you.